0: Let me bang, I bang. do let I you bet. Hey, hey, let me bet you, Jesus, man. I let you bet. <laughs> <laughs> I let you bet.
1: Greetings, Mercy Bridges. Go for Jesus. do for forget Jesus, people.
2: Hey, I'm not surprised,
3: motherfucker.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again. For your favorite mixed martial arts podcast, recording out of Los Angeles, California,
2: it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? That's the college except for me.
3: Nice. So, uh, we're starting this podcast. We have... The great Grant Neal on the podcast. I just messed up. I didn't record it. So the guy that came on two seconds ago, uh, we have to bring him back on. We have a local celebrity on the podcast. Uh, I, Bruno. I uh, Bruno. Yes, Bruno. Uh, we have our, <laughs> Bruno is in Colorado. We have our first gay porn star on the podcast. Bruno.
0: Don't spread that. Bro. Uh, don't spread
3: that. Look him up. See, he he's all about spreading it. Like just like he said, all about spreading. We <laughs> we also have Grant Neal, who's a six and one fighter for Bellator. Guy's a monster. Uh, you could do everything, man. I, I watched. He was a two time state champion from Colorado. You were at wrestling college too.
2: Uh, I wrestled for a little bit in college, but I played college football. That was my main sport. Wow. So I, I was a freshman All American and a national champion You're in uh, college a freshman
0: football. Freshman All American in football. Yeah. Good wow. Lord.
3: What what college? Uh, CSU Pueblo, CSU Pueblo, and that's
2: in Colorado, also. Yep, Colorado.
0: And how? I really mean, agree. in fairness, that's all, he's the only black guy in Colorado. So, like, how fair is that?
2: <laughs> hey, there's there's a lot of us, but you just got to go to the right places. Yeah, you got You got to go to the right places. Uh, <laughs> come on, come
0: on,
3: Bill. What's going on with you? Uh, so, uh, how close were you to make it to the uh, pros in football?
2: Uh, I was, I was pretty. Uh, I was, I was well on my way. I was on track, and. um actually had an opportunity uh, through coach Landau and um, Nate Marcourt and uh, uh, a couple other guys who were just like grant like you're a really good wrestler and they would always tell me one day you're gonna be a fighter and yeah. you know they kind of convinced me I was like eh, I don't want to do that I'm a, I'm a football player but um it had it that it was in my plans to become a fighter. So uh.
3: yeah, well, I mean, your first couple fights were just over so quick. Because I, I watched them on YouTube. I mean, Bill, it was like 11 minutes of watching him walk into the, the ring, this and that. And now it's the other guy. These fights were over 15 seconds, 20 seconds. What I mean he just, uh he would just knock these guys the fuck out. I mean, quick. Uh
2: did that did that get did you fall in love with your hands after that? Um, I think everybody falls in love with their hands for sure. But um, man, I, I fell in love with the sport in general. Like I, I, I really enjoyed everything about the sport and um, man, just being a a huge fan watching it and like just growing up, I was like, man, I love this so much that I like, I got to embrace everything. And so like, sometimes like fights start on the feed and, don't in there and sometimes they in there i just was like shit if i could get a knockout get a paycheck let's go i mean you also beat uh
3: what's his name who uh fortune who they were like um they, they were yeah. they were hyping this guy up the fortune brothers were like i think the two to both of them are all american heavily wrestlers and, yeah
2: uh you beat him pretty 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 bad yeah yeah <laughs> it was a it was a fun fight i mean I, I love <laughs> I love taking the air out of people's sails for sure. That's uh, yeah. always a good feeling. Uh, now you're one loss, right?
3: Which so you're seven and one. Now how did that humble you? Did you come in unprepared? Did, what what went on there?
2: Um, so that was a a split decision loss. Um, I probably pissed off the judges or something. Didn't wear my mask in COVID, and they got mad at me. So yeah. <laughs> you know you 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 have those ones, but honestly, Adam, like to come out of a fight uninjured um, to get that fire of like getting this taste out of your mouth. I actually think it really progressed my game um, to the point to where now I'm fighting one of the best strikers. My next fight was one of the best strikers in all of mixed martial arts and Christian Edwards, John Jones's protege. And it was, it was a clinic, you know, but I had that motivation from getting that taste out of my mouth and training to, um not just to win because sometimes when you're only thinking about the win um you kind of get lost but it was training to improve and to dominate and dictate the fight and so um when I trained for Polizzi this dude he was saying he was a good wrestler and I was like I'm gonna out-wrestle this guy and like he's an all-american all that and I was like I'm gonna fuck this guy up in wrestling I did but I ended up losing a split decision and so that was like that ego and so that ego like shot really helped me to get to the next level and like eliminate that and you're like I had to go back into my wheelhouse say like what do I want to do here and I want to be the best and I'm like that ego will stop you from being the best
3: yeah yeah, that's that's so well said Uh, Bill there was one part in the fight his last fight he had the guy he, he had basically like almost like it was like a Turk in wrestling or like where you had his leg trapped and then you're just punching him in the face. Uh, I think it was the end of the second
2: round. You must have landed what, 30 punches in a row? Oh, so you
0: were on top, a half guard type of thing?
2: Yeah, I, 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 was, on, I was on top, half guard, topside half with like kind of like a Turk. And his bot, he could. Our biggest thing is we want to control the bottom leg. Because the only way, as you know in wrestling, the only way to stand up is to pull that bottom leg out. And so we're like hybrid in wrestling with grappling. My, my coach is an evil genius.
3: So yeah, and he hit him. I mean, were you surprised that he didn't that they they, they didn't call it though? Because they could probably a lot of reps would, would have called it probably.
2: Yeah, I, I was a little surprised, and um, I mean, it, it I was surprised, but I, I also was in Hawaii, and I come from Colorado, and so it was the second round, and I'm like, man, I'm not even sweating yet. Like I, I want I, I'm ready to go another round. So uh, I was I was excited to get some more some more action. So what camp are you oh, yeah. at now in Colorado? Uh, so I'm with Genesis Training Academy and also uh, Easton's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under uh, Coach Jacob Ramos and uh, Peter Stroh. What's, what's, your, your, belt? Yeah, what's
0: I'm sorry, your belt?
2: what's your belt? Oh, I'm a four stripe white belt.
0: <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Isn't that amazing that you can be like a four stripe white belt and, and win in MMA? Because exactly. MMA really. You see, it started as a, like, testament to the power of, of jiu-jitsu, really. That's how it began. Oh, yeah. And now it's like, well, you need it a little bit. Well, first uh, of I, all. I compete,
2: I compete in jiu-jitsu as well. Um, oh, really? So I actually competed in um, two fight-to-win tournaments this year so far. In the advanced you must black have destroyed belt. as a white belt. Jesus. Well, uh, I, I compete in the black belt division. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I won both the tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> you, wait you were a white belt and you beat all the black belts yeah w-
3: were they like this is not fair or is this what are you uh, i mean jujitsu
2: jujitsu um community is really awesome actually so like yeah. the the actual fighters were like super like oh man this is awesome because i like my biggest thing is like i'm not gonna sandbag like i respect the martial art and like if you're in the gi and whatever, I, I respect the ranking system, but I'm not going to compete in a white belt division. And so I'm like, okay, well, it, I might. You can call me a white belt, whatever you want, but I'm going to compete in the advanced division. So I did do that, and um, I, I yeah, I won both of those tournaments, and uh, I gained my fourth stripe as a white belt. <laughs> Well, first yeah. of all,
3: if you're a wrestler and you're a heavyweight, you have such an advantage because so many wrestlers, oh, are, of course, they just have big hands. I mean, so many heavyweights, big hands, but if you could actually, you look at like the top guy, like Stipe was like a solid wrestler, Kane Velasquez, yeah. Brock Lesnar. I mean, these guys are just, so uh, Daniel Cormier. So he's got such an advantage as, as a heavyweight who knows how to, how, how to, how to, how to move. Um, so I just think that you're, I mean, this guy's the limit for you. Has, has Bellator given you another fight or no? Um, so
2: we had, we had some really interesting matchups, as you know, in the light heavyweight division, it is like stacked through and through, um, from the, all in the top 10. So, I mean, right now the champions Nimcoff behind is Corey Anderson. We got Anthony Johnson, um, who just fought Melvin or Melvin Manoff and, um, yo Romero just fought. And so. I mean, I'm super excited because, man, these are all like guys that grew up watching, and most of the guys took their first fight the year I was born. So I'm excited to. Uh, how old I'm are excited you? Excited to go. I- I'm 26. Wow. And how much uh, how much weight are you uh, cutting to get 205? Um, so I'm I'm a firm believer in fighting close close to your walk around weight. So I cut um about 20 pounds. So I walk around around two twenty five to two thirty. And then um, I, like, do this whole complex nutrition thing and just make sure that I'm fueled and ready to go to the best of my ability on fight night.
3: What's this complex nutrition thing?
2: Uh, so, <laughs> I have, so I have a nutritionist, um, and she breaks down everything from uh, a caloric standpoint and um, also, like, just macros as well. Her name is uh laylee landerman and she uh she does fuel your fight camp and so she's the one who makes sure that drew dober is on weight she makes sure like to help with uh she did a lot of work with uh cory sanhagen and she does a lot of work with me and then she does some local fighters too but man it's every meal is like made specifically for you so it's not like you go to the store and get like just like these pre-made packaged meals it's like no like this meal is for you so a lot of it consists for me is like elk and bison. And yeah, it's crazy.
3: Wow. Now, is there a rivalry with the, the big camp over in Colorado and then your camp? Are you like the average Joes uh, in
2: like dodgeball? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> who, who is it? No, like- so like it, it's funny, too, because um, so like our camp is, is pretty cool because we have like uh, a ton of like really good fighters. So m- like Muhammad Usman, who just yeah. won the tough championship, is uh, yes. part of our team, and uh, like Chris Camozzi, all those guys, Brandon Gertz. So yeah. like we have those guys, but our coach is like really sought after, Coach Jacob Ramos. And so, but he keeps his team real. Like like you gotta you gotta be on your shit to be a part of like the team. Yeah, and um, we cross train a lot. Okay. So, um. Like, on Tuesdays, we'll, we'll cross-train uh, with, like, Elevation Fight Team. So, a lot of those guys will come out and train here. And then on Fridays, uh, we'll go down there to Elevation wow. Fight Team and train that's with awesome. them. So, it's actually, like, a really awesome fight community. Like, the only gym that's kind of annexed off of that is uh, um, Factory X. But, uh, I mean, I love all – like, we – Fighter, you know the fight community, Adam. Like we're right. all pretty close. So that,
3: that's all. But um, there's always oh I mean, in Arizona. There's like, there's like fight ready, and then there's the crouch because a lot of the coaches went to there, and then even in like Jackson's gym, it was Jackson and whatever. In Miami, it's yeah. ATT, and it's uh, well, it was the Black Zillions. Now it's Sanford. Is does Colorado have that at all?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different gyms, but like I think the only like gym that's a little bit like secluded is Factory X, but like. Elevation fight team. uh, What is it? Uh, Top notch. And um, a couple like other gyms, like even some of the boxing gyms, we all like cross train because our thing in, at least in Colorado, like our thing is like, man, we're to the level where there's a a high, um, like a high concentration of UFC and Bellator and pro boxers. And so we're like, why not make Colorado the best place to be? And if there's someone that gives you a really good look for some Brazilian halfway across the world, and you have this person five minutes down the street, why aren't you training with them?
0: Do you you feel that the uh, elevation gives you an advantage over most people when when you're fighting?
2: Oh no. You train in elevation. No, no. Elevation gives you zero advantage. Um, do, uh, no one think about moving here.
0: It's terrible <laughs> for you.
2: Um, it's really hard to breathe. The winters are are horrid. Um, it's. I mean, if anything, I, it's it's probably just better to stay close to sea level. Yeah, it, right. It gives you no yeah, advantage. Right. Remember
3: the UFC a couple weeks ago? Like every single fighter <laughs> was gassing out. <laughs> every, uh, every fighter was like degassing. gassing. By the way, we have uh, Tall Steve is here. Uh, who's in blackface, but some bullshit that we have a, a fighter here. No, we're walking what, we're what?
1: the blue face.
3: Uh, <laughs> what, what happened to you, Steve?
1: I took one of those hard left hooks with a little glove on. It was just, just popped me right on the spot.
3: Oh, I mean, my it's, God. it's so much
1: worse now than it was whenever I first looked at it, too.
3: Oh, my. By the way, you, do you know Grant Neal from Bellator? Six and one. I do know
1: Grant Neal, yeah. Uh,
3: Steve is also undefeated fighter from Bellator. Uh, who po- Was it Luke Rockhold?
1: No, it was a guy you probably haven't heard of. His name's uh Kachuma Malumba. He's like newer, he's he's just getting started as a as a pro. Now is
3: it is that normal type that like of take... guy that'll give you a black eye.
1: Yeah.
3: Is that normal to take a punch like that? And
1: No, it was just it was he I don't know what it I don't know if he was excited or emotional. I don't know what the deal was, but it was like the round had just started and boom man, with those little gloves on, no matter what you do, it's wow, you know. So what did you do back? Oh, uh, you know. We figured it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
3: Uh Grant, do you ever have guys like that in sparring who just it's their first day or whatever they get excited and try to knock you out?
2: Yeah, I tend to um I tend to try to stay away from those guys, uh, unless I really like them. And if I like them, then it's like green light. So like I always I always give guys the warning. I'm like, hey, I'm only gonna hit you as hard as you hit me but I'm probably a lot more skilled at hitting you in the places that are really going to damage you. So I <laughs> recommend not hitting me hard because I'm going to hit you really hard and you're not going to get up from it. Yeah. <laughs> has, I, I, has that ever happened? Oh yeah, for sure. And like, for me, I don't, I don't like, I don't hit people in the face. hard, but like, I love dropping new guys with body shots. Cause like Ooh. a lot of times, like they don't really know that that like, that how how bad it sucks but then like after like five ten minutes you can you get back up from it and you're all right and you can go and kiss your wife and she still thinks you look the same so uh but you you know deep down inside that i just took your soul with a body shot wow now
0: with your with your body shots you know because i remember boss and used to do those those quote-unquote liver shots is that kind of like a myth because he would just do like one no. liver shot guy would drop no it was, it's not a myth. So is that better than the solar plexus or what would you go for?
2: Liver shot for me, I, I, I think is what I, when I'm going to the body, that's what I'm aiming for. It like paralyzes you, man. And you know and exactly like,
0: where it is. You're good at pinpointing it.
2: Oh yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's pretty, pretty easy to, to pinpoint. Um, it's, it's right on, it's a right on your right side. And so like right under the guard, usually on most people, and you just got to get close to it, right? And it doesn't even have to be hard. Like they, That's what they say all the time in commentary. Touch the liver. Touch the liver. You hear that a lot. It's not kill the liver as hard as you can. It's just all you got to do is touch it, and you're going to feel it. And then if they put their guard up and you hit their guard, it's going to like get through no matter what, and everything just hurts from there on. Your liver is already inflamed. And it, it'll, it'll drop the toughest guys. I mean, I, I've gone with some really, really tough guys. And doesn't matter how tough you are, you take a liver shot. It's it's no fun.
3: So all right, speaking of uh, uh, something that's not non-related, so Chris Camozzi came to my show with his girlfriend, right? Yeah. This girl, it might be aside from my wife, the hottest chick in the fucking like like tits like out to here like twelve pack <laughs> ass. Uh, how did that happen, Grant? I mean, what? I, I mean. Chris isn't a bad looking guy.
2: No, not a bad looking guy. But I mean, how did he get hurt? Uh, like, I, I, I guess he, um, I he, I guess you uh, miss every shot you don't shoot, right? So, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right.
3: Uh, now, do you have a girlfriend or a wife? Or uh, I have a fiance.
2: She's very pretty too. She's. You would probably say the same thing. She, she might be a little out of my league. All but, right. Uh, so she got big. That, big but, that's why
0: feminism is dead because at
2: the end of the day, women
0: want men who can fight and protect them. They yeah. don't want equality, they want a beast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and where did you meet your wife, Grant? Uh, she actually slid into my DMs. Wow. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. And she, uh, we joke around. It was five years ago. She knew what she wanted. <laughs> so she sent you that like emoji. What is it? The. Uh... Uh, (laughs) so uh, it it was a little more subtle than that it was uh back when i was an amateur fighter you have to like peddle your own tickets you know and to make any kind of money and so i'm like promoting my tickets on social media and she goes hey like can i get uh tickets to to your fight here in colorado and i'm like yeah sure send her the link and she goes I'm not good with technology. Do you think you can like bring me a set of tickets? And I was just like, you reached out to me on Instagram and dumb me. I'm like, not thinking nothing. I was like, yeah, I got to get these tickets. I go and she to give her the tickets and she's like done up to the nines. And I'm just like, like the cartoons, your jaw just drops to the ground. That was me. And I'm like, goodness. And uh, I got porno or something. (laughs) Right. did did, Did you seal the deal that day? Uh, we uh, I, I took her to a nuggets game and uh, well it, it, it was hit, rest was history. Wow, good for you. Well, listen, yeah. Gr- Grant Neil, where can people follow you? Um, so you can follow me at Grant Neil 34 on Instagram, just Grant Neil on Twitter. Um, those are the main two socials that you can uh, follow me at, and um, I really appreciate it. And then if you want to buy some Grant Neil merch, just oh, go to millions.com yeah, millions.com we got we got a, like a scarface inspired uh, shirt for this next fight and so um go ahead and buy it while it's while it's hot and ready I'm gonna buy one today I swear to God I'm buying one today so uh, if I don't see a picture at least on your story with that shirt on millions to everybody that I, I would say to everybody that Adam is a liar mm-hmm. he kills people's dreams <laughs> yeah. and then and then you, right. it's going to be very hard for you to run your kids' kids' wrestling club. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and then, so, you're gonna, then you're going to touch the liver. You're going to touch his liver. Then called, touch the called, liver. All right. So it's called millions.com. Millions.co. C-O.
3: Millions.co. All right. Well, thank yeah. you, Grant, and have a good rest of the day.
2: Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take nice care.
3: What a nice guy, man. Right? You would like, never, yeah. never know that guy's a straight killer. Uh, Steve, that is, I am so proud of you, man. Daddy duty. I this brings back memories of last oh, year. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Uh wha- I just woke up from a
0: night. Rouchy as hell.
1: By
3: the way, that girl is two days old. That's how tall. Uh yeah, she was. I was gonna say, how tall is
0: your baby? Is she you like 99 about, percentile?
1: She's about 36 hours old right here. Hundred and second percentile. She's uh for a two year old, she's uh like the eighty something percentile, and she's you know, fifteen months.
3: Well, your wife is is like normal. She's average. She's like normal, right? So it's
1: all. It's all I mean, Stevie. Baird.
3: <laughs> I mean, super hot. I'm just saying, like normal size. She's not like a. Yeah. Uh, normal, yes. Yes,
1: like, yes. Normal. Yes. Normal size woman.
3: So, um, by the way, so tall Steve, I went and watched your fight again from last time. Uh, it obviously, if you guys didn't watch it, Steve, uh, had a fight. It was they, they, they put you in the in like the big the big dogs. You were fighting what What's uh the guy's name again?
1: Valentin Moldovsky.
3: Moldovsky, who's a monster, a straight-up yeah. monster, uh, a legend of the sport. Uh, you were an underdog. I don't know if you were an underdog or not, but they they put you in the big waters. Fight starts. He lands a – I don't know if he landed a punch or two. He, he threw a couple punches. They say he landed, in commentary. But he grazed your eye, poked you, and then the fight was stopped because you couldn't see. Yeah. Uh, now, in the replay, it didn't look like – it wasn't one of those, like, er but that, that means nothing because a lot of times the ones that, where the thumb is in your eye the guy gets rid of covers and what exactly happened?
1: Yeah it was like um, i get my other hand here to, to illustrate. His hand went like this would be his right hand it went like this into my eye and it like kind of clawed part of my eye on the way down and like picked up my eyelid at the bottom too. <clears throat> so it was, I don't know people trust me I heard I heard everything in the book about how I'm a pussy and I quit and I'm this. Isn't that crazy?
0: That. It's is wild. Gonna poke your eye And then you're being accused of being a pussy. I'm a, you I'm can't a pussy
1: see. because I got my eye poked. Then, I mean, it's it's fucking annoying and it's embarrassing. But at the end of the day, though, what do you, what am I gonna do? Fight with one eye? So.
0: What did the doctor
3: say?
1: Yeah, the doctor was in the cage and he was like, "Don't be an idiot, dude. Like, <laughs> there's not a paycheck in the world worth getting cracked." Because you fought with one eye. Well,
3: where did the doctor the, doctor at the, like, did he, did at the
1: hospital, yeah. The doctor, the doctor told me it was a torn cornea. They were like, "It's it's gonna be a little while before everything's you know 100 again." And you know, I mean, it ended up being pretty quick. Um, they didn't give me like a real like prognosis, but they were like, "It'll be a little while before I would start sparring again." So <clears throat> they gave me these. Um, he gave me these drops. They gave me this, like, like a like a steroid drop thing and an antibiotic. It was, and then, you know, it wasn't even a whole week before it was totally hundred percent. But um,
0: eyes I, I, I actually heal quicker than I think any other part of the body. Apparently, the, the eye and the tongue are the fastest healing parts
1: of the body.
3: Um, now, did the punches hurt at all? The ones you connected?
1: No, I didn't. That's the thing is, I somebody said somebody slid in my DMs on Twitter and said. <laughs> you felt this strong Ukraine power and quit. And that's the thing. Like <laughs> I I watched the fight and I could see why people thought, but like the punches that he threw mostly were like, I had my arms out. They're like bouncing off my shoulders mostly. So they, did they hit me in the sense that they made a connection to my head? Yeah. But did they like, did they land flush on my face? No, not really. And it's, I mean, I could feel his power. He's a strong guy, but it's not like, the punch! It I felt a punch, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" It wasn't like I was hurt or I was rocked. It was just
3: yeah. It didn't look like literally. It didn't look like they even it even landed. Like it looked no. like like I was like, he's like, "Oh, already threw a uh, hard right to so John McCarthy, who's one of the best." But I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't think I've seen you. We've seen you rock before. You're not really good at playing poker." Yeah, uh, I mean, for uh, all
1: the for all the people that want to come at me about how I quit and how I felt power and I quit, it was like, "Yeah, bro, I fought on autopilot." Like not that long ago. So it's like, I, f- I don't remember the fight at all. And I still won. So it's like, I don't want to hear anything about how I, how I get cracked and quit. It was like, well, that's just what happened. This know? is what
3: concerned me though, is that you're a sensitive, super smart, nice, brilliant dude. And I'm like, I hope he doesn't let any of these things affect him. Like, no, yeah, I to
0: look yeah, at the comments. this
1: is, I know this is a, this is a humor podcast, but like I did a little bit and it did get to me. And I was like, man, like it just bummed me out, bummed me out that like, mostly bummed at myself for like letting it get to me but also like man i can't believe people really have nothing better to do than to like i, I had i had one of the biggest opportunities in my life kind of get taken away and, and here's people already coming and being yeah Yo, i know you're a pussy you quit and it's
0: like well, why do you look at the comments though i mean like i know joe rogan always talks to i like, goes i never look at anything anyone posts about me
1: well i make uh, sorry about that. I'll make sure to never do that again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hope
3: not. Because, I mean, Steve, obviously, dude, you're beyond talented. You're undefeated. Uh, a lot of people are thinking that you're going to be the champion. A lot of fighters think that. Like, a lot of fighters that train with you think that. Um, You know, I think that. You think that. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it means, it means nothing. I mean, this shit is I like. Know,
1: it, it's, it's just like. I don't know. I hate to be a, i I'm getting emotional. Like I'm, I'm getting into my feelings, talking about it, thinking about it too much. But it's just one of those things. Like, um, we have fe- we have feelings too. Obviously, like it just sucks. But yeah, you know, fuck it. It was this was whatever. This is. I got to. It got to a point for me though where I was like, eh, fuck. Like these people who are typing this shit really don't have anything better going on with their lives. Of course. And, and they have. They have to go out of their way to to. Break me for some shit that really they had no hand in or part in. It was everything about it was just like, man, fuck. Like, I have so much good shit going on in my life. Why am I going to let some people who I'll probably never see or meet and ever like bring me down? It's just fucking dumb. Even
3: if you had nothing going on in your life, that that would still, apply. yeah. Uh, because even I the I had, same thing. Even if, I, even if I had the worst
1: life ever, it'd be like, Man, fuck all
3: you guys. <laughs> no, I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, I don't need, I, I'm in therapy. And yesterday I was like, you know, uh, this is happening. But I have X and I have Y and I have Z. And she's like, <laughs> okay. the fact that you're telling yourself that <laughs> is, giving the, is giving the first thing power. You have to not even like, like let it all roll off you. Um,
0: that's But my Adam, idea. like me and you, like we probably get, I mean, death threats and people shitting on us constantly online. I mean, for I, just, years, as I, just, I
3: honestly just block it because I'm like, I get to a point where I'm like, you don't deserve my free jokes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm giving you a service, and you've lost your privileges. Uh, that's, that's what that's what I do now. Because I'm like, I'm like, you're not paying for this, so oh, why, yeah. so why should you get it? Um, that's that's my uh, new thing. By the way, I, I did a show. Uh, so I did Tuesday night. I did a show, uh, and it was one of those shows. I love I met a one of my best friends, but he was not lighting people. So it was one of the. You ever do these shows where you go in and it's packed? By the time yeah. you go on, even though you're one of the headliner. There's like there's nobody left I mean there's like I, you can see the whole crowd leave right i just yeah so at every comic was doing 30 35 and I I even said it I go the best thing that I' met him met is that uh he's such a rebel he doesn't believe in lighting people uh I, I go and then he and then before he goes on he goes listen guys uh comics please move to the front I go, the only thing worse than having nobody in the front is having comedians in the front because now it looks like an audience but it's not it's like uh it's like having paid extra. I don't have audience extras in comics. So they don't. They don't yeah. laugh at like rape jokes or, or like just like the worst possible <laughs> jokes. But jokes if you're bombing or uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I ended. It was actually a good set because I actually had had fun with it because I, I called it all out. Um, but it reminded me of the time with I met him. Met. I've ever told us. Did you ever go to Seychelles? That like you of Seychelles. So Seychelles yeah. is this uh, like. It's in Africa. It's like this island off of Africa, right? So they they flew me and I'm and i uh, me, me and a med. They fly us there, and you know how you you, you get on a plane and like Mike Mike Smith, you know, and like someone, dude. So they're like I'm at a med, and like thirteen people raise their hands. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like I guess it's a pretty. Bad.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, this is this is usually the reaction I guess. Yeah,
1: she's she sounds she sounds horrified. Uh,
3: so we get to the gig, right, and. It's on this island and this prince owns the island. The prince of like uh, one of the princes of Saudi, uh, some prince, right? And I'm on the there with the cast of fifty shades of gray, the musical. I guess there's a the musical. So oh, like For real? I thought you mean yeah. sarcastic. No, I swear to God. And some of them were hot. So I'm like, well, at least they wanted nothing to do with us, right? They they were cool, but so then then they give us flip phones. They're like, Hey, the prince doesn't know if you're gonna have a, a show tonight, uh or, or tomorrow night. Whenever he wants a show, he'll call you. So keep this on at all times. So we're oh, there for man. five days, not knowing what hour we're going to perform, if we're going to perform. They're like, don't worry. Even if you don't perform, they will fly. The guy doesn't have a TV. He just flies in live entertainment every night of the week, right? So we get a call at like two o'clock in the morning, like time for the show. A guy pulls up with like a golf cart, takes us to this side. Dude, there's like 200 of the hottest chicks you've ever seen wearing, I don't know what they do. I don't know if they're escorts. They're, they're like, And then the, like the prince in the background and like, this like shady that you can't see him, right? So Ahmed goes on. They're laughing at everything. It's like canned laughter. It's like comics unleashed, where every joke you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I go on. We both go standing ovations, right? Then we go to the back. They're like, you have to go back to your side of the island, where there's nobody, right? So we look. I mean, what about the girls? We look on the <laughs> screen. They're all dancing with the prince. Fifty women. <laughs> And <laughs> now we're both like fuming. Like I'm laughing at how ridiculous this is. I'm like, "No, we're seeing girls tonight. We're seeing girls. I- I'll pay for your I'll pay for your taxi." So we take a taxi in Africa to uh, the local the nearest club, which is an hour and a half away, right? We get there. These women there like not my they had like a lot of these girls have like uh hairy armpits you know like it's not the not something that i'm into you know but i was having a blast i was still dancing with all of them i met is like crying in the corner uh dude that's how bad and then we went to dubai where i met basically pitched a guy to open up a comedy club even though he was banned from dubai for some reason um and then the club opened up and closed in two weeks What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football odds, news, and game matchups, including this year's opening week games. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA tennis, boxing, even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Betonline, where the game starts. But yeah, that's what uh I told that story. I, I wanted to talk about the podcast, but I figured you would appreciate. <laughs> I love it. Um yeah, fun. so that so that was it uh and then uh so Steve <laughs> What did they say to you at Bellator? Scott Coker, anybody?
1: Um, I wanted to say that I heard back in the day whenever the one guy from Jersey Shore was on somebody's <laughs> roast. <yep>.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I agree, Jersey Shore sucks. That was, that was my feeling. Literally, immediately. Yeah. Um, uh, some comedian who was on the roast of whatever was on stage with the one guy from Jersey Shore. and He was like bombing. It was awesome. It wasn't funny. The situation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And she said later on that like, Comedians in a crowd usually will only laugh because they know that it's a joke, and they'll oh, try to be nice. Or they'll laugh whenever you're like really fucking up, oh, and then yeah. you start bombing.
0: Oh, one
1: hundred percent. It's funny. Great it's a fun joke. joke.
0: Comic will be like, oh, "This like, not like." Well played. Yes. Um,
1: I spoke to um, what's his name? <clears throat> Mike Kogan. and he told me uh, he told me he'd to be ready anytime, probably anytime before the beginning of the year. So. Oh nice. That, 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 that's good. That's no, nice. it's good. And he he told me he told me basically I came to him and was like look like it sucks what happened but I'll do anything if we can just run that same thing back like or whatever I'll I'll take whatever just just you know please don't throw me on the back burner for this and he was like dude relax like and he he said um it'd, it'd be one thing if you were getting fucked up for 20 minutes and like you know we kind of already knew how the fight was going to go but it happened like right at the beginning like what are you going to do? And I, it was really, it was just really nice to hear him say that. Dude.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. it was honestly like so many people, they uh, like, you know, yeah. they try to fight with one eye, they lose, and then now you have a loss. Uh, so now you
1: have a one well, nice. I don't really care about the loss, but they try to fight with one eye, and then something really bad happens,
0: and it's like, man, right. fuck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or they business. fight with one
0: eye, and then after the fight, they go, well, I was fighting with one eye the whole time. Yeah, and that's that's, why that's I lost. the dumbest
1: that's the worst thing is that you're up there complaining about it. it was like, well, Hey, look, dude, you couldn't see, we could have figured that out. You know? So let's talk about Bo Nickel. You watch Bo Nickel on Tuesday night. I did, man.
3: <laughs> what a beast, dude. So I don't know if you know this guy, Bill, there's a guy named Bo Nickel who like was a God in wrestling. I think he was a three-time Nash champion. I think he would have made it to the Olympics, but Dave Taylor, who's just a little bit better is like the best right now in the world. Yeah. I think he beat Jordan Burrow. He's just that guy. And, and Bo Nickel is like, Right under it, but still next level, right? I mean, yeah. So the UFC signed him. He went one and zero, and the UFC signed a guy that was one and zero, right? Because he was that good. Like he he grappled against. I think it was what was it him versus Gordon Ryan, but it was like kind of competitive in some ways. It was yeah. it was a kind of wrestling match, some kind of jiu match, or whatever it was. It was like a hybrid. They did hybrid matches, and he's that. He, he like opened up his own gym next to Penn State. He's just that good. So his first match goes in. He, he wins in 36, like, like 52 seconds, second fight on the contender. This guy's only had two fights, which was last week. He goes for a, a knee tap, which I've never seen. It was a knee tap hook mm-hmm. at the same time. Like
1: yeah. it, it was beyond. His, his left arm was going up for like the chin and his right arm was going down for like the, the pick. And then like. <laughs> so so it, was gonna... like it was a
0: punch knee tap combo. Yeah. Yes. But he like. That was,
1: I think if had the dude. If the dude hadn't really just been picked and already falling down, if that left would have hit him, bop, he probably would have gone out. It was sick. It was. So then, he, he
3: kind of gets, then he sort of gets swept, but not really. He gets full mouth. He, yeah, he, like, he put it. Like,
1: Khabib, he put it. Khabib, a lot. Uh, Justin Gaethje, where like he let the guy come out the back door while he already had the triangle locked up, and then whenever he was on the bottom, he'd already remember. <laughs> Khabib did the same thing to Justin Gaethje two years ago. He like he was on his back and he was letting Justin come up, but he had his arm controlled. And as like the position changed from top to bottom, he just sunk in the triangle while, you know, while the, the position changed and then he was stuck. So
3: afterwards, uh, and this dude is hilarious because, you know, I don't know. I mean, I used no. to always think wrestlers were kind of humble <laughs> because it's a humbling sport, yeah. but this new breed of wrestler, uh, which, I mean, I guess the, you know it's always kind of been like that. There's been always, but he's like, like Brock Lesnar, like he's calling out Shemaev like uh, right after, and then he's also he wants to fight three guys in one night. Three
1: guys um, in one
0: night. So the three big on, boys in one night. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what game. makes money, man. Whether you yeah. believe it or not, that's what makes money. You yeah. know, yeah. well, because
3: you can see him beating three guys in one night too. I mean, I don't know what, but Con-
1: <laughs> conceivably, yeah, especially after performances like those.
3: So he's up, against, he's, now he's up against Jamie Pickett, who's on a two-fight losing streak, but who's won fights in the UFC. Um, it's a good fight for him because the guy's got some... Uh, we haven't seen any holes yet, but we haven't seen him get tested either. We don't even know about his chin. We don't know if he can take a punch, Von Um Everyone's assuming he can, but uh, we'll see. What are your thoughts on him, Steve?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not just the fact he's coming in here and dominantly grappling these dudes. He's like... In his first fight, we saw him do like a, like a slip and rip kind of thing with the, the left hand and knock the guy out. And it's like that that's some shit that there are guys who have been in the game for 10 years that can't do, you know. Um, do I think he's going to beat three good guys in one night? I mean, no. And then sahudo I don't know if you saw this, tweeted that like he probably is ready for like Shemaev and Adesanya. And it's, okay, well, again, like I don't know about all that. Um, but I really think we're going to see something special out of Bo Nickel. I, and we probably talked about it before. Um, the The Penn State guys, the way that their mindset around competing is, I really think that's like you, you talk about like the new wave. And it's I don't really think they're doing anything technically superior to anybody else. But what they are doing is they're changing the culture around competing, and you know whatever it is that they're they're doing out there is fucking working. So
3: yeah, uh, I mean they're also getting guys that now that like. They're not getting guys straight from high school or a one year of wrestling. Like they're getting guys that like competed on such a high level, went Mm -hmm. as far as they could of
0: wrestling, and now they're crossing over. Um, So, but think about if you're a good wrestler now, and you're and you and you're really getting awards and accolades, you're going to probably have MMA on your mind. Oh yeah, getting you're succeeding. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Now I want to
1: say Bo Nickel came from. I could be totally wrong here, but I want to say I heard in like some of his commentary the wrestling commentary that he came from a, a more traditional martial arts background. I want to say like a, like a jujitsu or something, not a Brazilian jujitsu, like a judo or a jiu-jitsu or like one of those. I'm, I'm
3: excited. I'm excited. I mean, now Chimaev has called out Colby Covington publicly. Um,
1: I saw the tweet.
3: Um, I mean, it might be Ali. No, no actually not, it's not Ali doesn't rep him. I think it might be Chimaev. Um, for some reason, I think that's a good fight for Colby. I don't know why I just feel like Colby's pace can really like tire this dude out and Colby can win this fight. I mean, if it was a 10 round fight, I think he would definitely win. Uh It's whether or not he gives up the first three rounds, right? Cause even if he comes back yeah. round four and five, but I think this is a good fight for Colby in some strange way, almost better than Gilbert Burns and like uh for Colby. So yeah. Steven, who, what do you think about uh, Colby versus Shemayev?
1: You said it there. I mean, um what made Gilbert, um, so interesting in the in the Shamayev equation was that like we hadn't seen anybody put him on his back foot, <clears throat> and you know Gilbert he took a little bit of punishment to do it. But I rewatched the fight again the other day, and I already, I already thought it was close, but it was so much closer even than I remember. And I, it was because Gilbert was able to to put some pressure back onto him. He was able to get onto his front foot a little bit. He's able to push his cardio, and um, I mean yeah, you bring up some really good points. Colby's obviously like known for his 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 pressure and his cardio, um, he's really good at. If, if you're even if your timing or your pace is just a little bit behind his, he's good at finding the hole and exposing it. Um, and I mean, <clears throat> shit, that not in a way that Gilbert did, but I think he might do something that we haven't seen done to Shamai. Yeah,
0: I have, I have a question. So Shemaya, being he was like seven <laughs> or eight pounds over, that's obviously intentional, right? Like he was trying to say something. What is the point of him doing that?
3: I think that my, he might have gotten close, like four or five, and just broke and said, fuck this, and then rehydrated back up to eight. Like, I don't think he actually got down. I mean, personally, who knows, but I don't think he, he made it. I, it seems like he kind of... I don't know. Steve?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, if I were going to venture to guess, it was just that he decided not to do it. And again, there's there's a, there's reports going around that a doctor told him to stop cutting, but like... I'd also heard that he was at a restaurant the night before till like 11 o'clock at night eating. And it's like, I don't know. I every, really don't.
3: Every single doctor will tell you to stop cutting.
1: Uh, yeah, any but,
3: doctor, yeah. There's not a doctor on the planet that will say, oh, no, I think you should lose eight pounds by, by Friday. Uh, like, there's
1: not a doctor that thinks the correct course of action is to get into a cage and fight somebody. <laughs> so it's like, well, hey, look, like, um, but in and also it's like, I don't. I really don't know the the nuts and the bolts of it, but like people are, are bitching and moaning about how he didn't make the weight or whatever, but it's like, okay, look, he's done, he's done it several times before. I wonder what it was about this one time that it's, it's if anything, it's this one time that he didn't do it, that it should be concerning. Cause it's like, okay, well, what was it about this that made him think he could just say, fuck it. You know?
3: I also think that he's just from a different place, man. I mean, when you have the prime minister or the dictator, or whatever of, of, uh, Chester, yeah saying
1: something rhymes like, on Akman or whatever yeah, a yeah. guy
3: who like basically they like throw gay people off off buildings i mean yeah. and, i mean there's all kinds of they did a whole thing on real sports about this this guy oh, who's
1: yeah.
3: psycho horrible human,
1: horrible human being yeah. so
3: what when, but when you quit fighting and that guy says no you have to fight uh i don't think you're really scared about uh, USADA or <laughs> UFC officials. Like, yeah. I mean, he's he's answering a different people. This guy. Yeah, uh, and it's so-
1: it's hard to tell really what's going. On. I wanted to, to, I guess, build left, but yeah. Um, the the fact that too, I think the the most interesting thing for me about the whole thing was that right after he missed weight, he he like tweeted this picture of him and Darren Till, but like he used some app to make them look like really fat. And he was like, it's because of hanging out with him, that's why. And yeah. I was I thought it was hilarious.
2: No, the but guy it wasn't,
1: money. It wasn't, it wasn't it was in poor taste though. And it, it did make me think, okay, like if he's not gonna take something like this seriously, makes me wonder how seriously he took actually I'll tell, you, I'll tell, tell you
3: what though, man, is that uh because I posted a, a picture of like one, you know, he had, had like one and I put like the amount of fans Chemaev has left. Yeah. And I got more hate from people from Chechnya and Russian comments, like uh, or people the, you know in that area uh, threatening me, making fun of my family, my my what my, my I'm just like they came at yeah. me, you know. Yeah. Um, they and that's probably what you were dealing with a little bit when you fought the Ukraine. Yeah. It's a different type of uh, fan. Th- these people are like
1: oh, it's it's something, it's something just like that. That block of people, it's like competitive competing, especially in combat sports, is so much more like so much more integral to like the the culture there, you know, and it, it's they really equate like your your worth is to who you are as a competitor. I I know a guy, a Kazakhstani guy, and they were saying that his one of his coaches was telling me that like he feels a lot of pressure when he fights because he says if you lose, you know, what I mean like the, the the one thing about competing is that you know like there is the, the comfort of knowing that like okay yeah losing sucks and it's embarrassing, it's humiliating. But, like, before, before the week is out, usually, people are talking about other shit. You know, people don't stick to you about what, you know, whatever it was that happened. But he was saying that in Kazakhstan that, like, you could lose one fight and then you could lose or win every fight after that emphatically by knockout. And people are still, the Kazakhstani people are still going to be like, yeah, but remember that one time you fucking lost to blah, blah, blah. And like,
3: but it's different. it's different. This is not like uh, barbershop talking shit. I mean, this, oh, yeah. is, this is people like,
1: making threats on your family. Yeah, yeah that's... this is
3: literally like I'm like this guy is like holy shit, and uh, and I never saw so many people excuse someone missing weight by eight pounds, like they just yeah. Shit. The, the, the bottom line was the guy won, and that's all that matters. Right. But, uh, yeah, but you know who else is like that? I hate to say it is Colby. Uh, Colby, like I remember he was a champion, and I'm sure he probably doesn't want me even saying this, but like he was a champion. We were we we were out, we were hanging out. He was beyond nice. And he still had that Warley Alvez loss on his fucking mind, that was like nine fights ago. And yeah, I would just want to fucking win that fight. I go, dude, you have the belt. Um, that was nine <laughs> fights ago. He's like, yeah, yeah. Man, I'd be undefeated right now. And I'm like, maybe there's something to that because it's maybe that, maybe that's the champion
1: mindset people need. But yeah, part of the, part of being a competitor, you're always you to look back. I watched one of my boxing fights from. I mean, when I was an amateur, so like more than ten years ago and i'd still kick myself in the ass about how man i really thought i won that and how in it's still it's totally irrelevant to like my life now but it is funny like that
3: kayla harrison is like uh you know anytime she she wins by decision she's it's as if she
0: lost uh it's as if she didn't win um different that applies to not just fighting but like a lot of people like that you know what i mean yeah like Like Jeremy Piven, when he like he's such a good actor, right? We, I, me and I'm friends, right? He would tell like his dad would be like, his dad was his coach. His dad would be like, "Hey Jeremy, next time we do it, you got to make sure that you throw away the line." It was like it, he would say at the rap party, so the, the play is over party. and his dad's giving him notes about how to do the part. And that's I, like I could also and that's why that.
3: Dude, in high school, I was you know New England champion, classic champion. My coach was like, I was twenty three and 0 my senior year, and he's like, if you don't win the nationals. Everything you did is fucking worthless. Um, and, then I, fuck. and then I, and I didn't. And then I didn't win nationals. I got impetigo, but whatever, yada yada yada. And uh, and it was like that. That messed me up for years, you know. Yeah. Like uh, because especially when you have a coach like that. But it it is what it is. What it is. Um, uh, did you watch the Invicta weigh-ins, Bill? No. So one of the girls weighed in topless.
0: Oh, uh, I saw that. Yeah, I did see that though. Yeah.
3: She ended up losing her fight, but. She had band-aids or tape above her nipples that said F Disney. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure that was the best way because no one could even read the F Disney. Um, everyone. And then I posted it. I'm like, well, they're putting, you know, topless Tuesdays, everything. Some of the comments were funny. Like when's Misha going to weigh in or "Page Van," yeah. like, you know, you, you have 24 hours to respond. And then there were people that were just like vomit emojis or just like, this is a man. And I'm like, what's the point of that? Like there's no, that's not even funny. You're just being a a dick, you know? But, uh, I mean, I'm, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm all for this. If girls want to have the, the, the the taping, uh, yeah, Yeah, why not? Yeah. But then someone's like, well, what if a guy had his nuts hanging out, uh, with tape on them? Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, guys, kind of do that. They, they they get naked. They have a towel draped in front of them. You know? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the topless girl, uh, Tall Steve?
1: I mean, I really, really wish she would elaborate on the fuck Disney. Not that I'm a fan <laughs> of Disney in any particular <laughs> way, but like, it's it's like, okay, are we are we back on the Illuminati shit? I mean, that's fine. But like, can, <laughs> we, hear, can we hear something new now? Is all I'm trying to say. wait she um, gay?
0: Is she a, is she is she a lesbian? I don't know. I well,
1: I don't know either. Oh, yeah,
3: maybe that was that it. It was the gay. Well, yeah, was it? Uh, who knows? Yeah,
1: but Disney Disney's super inclusive now. I thought that <laughs> was yeah, true. That, that was their new move. I thought right. Maybe she was mad about a Black Little Mermaid. Maybe maybe we I finally think... found we found the first person who's actually mad about the Black.
3: <laughs> yeah, mermaid. no one's mad. I haven't met one person mad about the Black Mermaid. Not I don't know one any.
1: Person. But it, but that's part of the the marketing though, is that they're like you know uh we're doing this despite all the races. It's like I promise you nobody <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about the black I, I
3: know. I mean I don't think at like clan rallies they're like holding up mermaid little mermaid signs. Yeah. Uh, you know all I like,
1: think is I can jerk
0: off to a black mermaid now too. Uh
3: I think she's a kid, but okay. Uh th- thank you. Now all right, So she's uh, she's
1: canonically fourteen Bill but we're we're gonna yeah. <laughs> we're going so, we're, we're gonna we're gonna toss this we're that. gonna toss this podcast right now.
3: So, so yesterday, uh, so basically UFC this week, they said, no, they're not doing any kind of press um, and they're not selling tickets to their fight. Right. So then yesterday, uh, what's her name? The girl Mackenzie Dern, who's the headliner of the fight this week, said, oh, I heard Mark Zuckerberg bought all the tickets. Right. Or they're giving Mark Zuckerberg has a thing. So I tweeted out like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg has whatever, uh, not to be outdone. Uh Bellator. Uh, Tom from MySpace bought all the Bellator tickets, right? So I, I thought that was kind of funny, you know, because they're you know normally yeah. Trevor Tall, Steve. A lot of these guys, you know, you, you get the Yo Romero fights, you know. Yeah. So then Dana White, who never posts like that's th- on my Twitter, this is complete bullshit. Mark Zuckerberg did not do that, right? So on my so he posted, so now my Twitter is on fire, like literally. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, but like, and also, but now I'm like, shit. Dana's like. Produced my last three comedy specials. Like, like this was a joke. So I I called Dana, and he's like, yo, man, sorry to throw you in the-. He goes, that's not true about what happened with Dern and all kinds of shit. He, he goes, but I like the fact you tweeted that because it made me kibosh it. I go, but I deleted it because I thought you were mad. He's like, no, I'm not mad about that. So then we're talking about him on Tucker Carlson, and, and I'm trying to get another special. But it was just like... This whole thing of like, uh, but then, then of course, every comment was like, this means that Mark Zuckerberg did in fact, buy all the tickets and then- Of course. Or they were like, well, what about Tom from MySpace? Did you confirm
0: that? It was like, (laughs) Fucking clowns! I mean, the whole thing is just... Uh, <laughs> I'm so bummed you deleted it, man. You should have done that. Come on, no such thing as bad press. What are you crazy? I, I mean, this guy funded my last three comedy specials. I I didn't want to fucking
3: create. I thought he was mad. I, I thought he was fucking mad. You know, but uh, so
1: hindsight, hindsight, right? Well, now, but now that you know, he's he's game for, he's par for the course with that you know
3: oh, he said i was doing him a favor because he basically wanted to put out all the fires <laughs> and he just used my tweet as it but people were like you out of all the people that you re- that you respond to it's, it's a, a fake parody account. <laughs> right <laughs> like, like the whole thing is just-
1: or it'd be like some kid that has like like a four to one like uh following the follower ratio and he'll be like shut up, numb nuts, And it's like, oh, oh, and those were the best, those were the
3: best Dana White days. When he was oh, absolutely. When he was calling people clown shoes and, 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 numb nuts, or he was like, uh, uh, someone's like, I'm not buying it. No one asked you to you dork. I mean, it was literally <laughs> fucking like high school bully, uh, 101. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my, he literally called people clown shoes or on Twitter. He'd be like, you're an egg. If you had an egg in your avatar pic, he'd say, you're an egg.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you know, I don't know if you notice, but a lot of the hate that like you get on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, comes from the accounts that are like, like an anime profile picture or yeah, like of course, a picture, of a picture of a fighter getting their hand raised, and it's like, it's hard to take people. It's already hard to take you seriously if you're talking shit on the internet, but it's even harder to take you- but yeah. It's even harder to take you seriously if you don't even have your own name and picture on a website.
0: No,
3: somebody has, I I was, you know, I'm on this like positive. My, my TikTok is either eighties wrestling videos or it's like people making, you know, uh, you know, these like, uh, what's what they called? uh, positive speaking. And they're they're like, nobody better than you is talking shit about you. They're like, no one that's doing better than you has the time to talk shit about you. To talk shit. Um, so I have to like, remember that. So anyone who, um, but meanwhile, so I I, I I need your advice, by the way, Bill and, and Steve. So, you know, I coach wrestling and uh, we got like five girls on the team. Actually, one of the girls who's the best girl was my kid's babysitter because I'm like, I, I couldn't I'm like, I can't coach this year. And they're like, well, what if we have middle school kids watch your kid and they'll, they'll get credit? I was like, fine. So this one girl, this little black girl, she's amazing. She's like the best with my kid. My kid loves her. But she's like doing gymnastics with my daughter. And I'm like, dude, you're pretty strong. Her arms are, she's like, yeah, I used to box. And I'm like, dude, you need to join the wrestling team. So now she's like the best kid in our team, right? She's like, yeah. like day one, she's throwing everyone around. So anyway, yeah. we have like five girls. Uh, and there's this one kid on the team who has, has done jujitsu, right? Or some kind of mixed martial arts because he always pulls guard. Or if he gets a takedown, he puts his fist up like he's ready to punch. And I'm like, hey. We can't. This is not the sport. It's not our thing. He's always going for bad stupid trips. To get but anyway, the other day he he like choked some kid. The kid had him in a double leg. He guillotined the kid. The kid like, I didn't see what happened because I was looking the other way, but I'm like, what happened? He choked me. He choked me. And I told him like, hey man, this is not the sport. If you choke someone again, you're off the team. And he smiled. He gave me that little smirk <laughs> where he like felt good about it. And I'm like, ah. So then I wasn't there yesterday, but the four girls, my, my, my other coach, hey, this this guy's creeping us out. He keeps winking at the girls, uh, smiling at the girls, making gestures. What do you suggest I do uh, as far as this kid? Steve?
1: Um, <clears throat> I mean, winking and smiling, um, kind of hard to do. But, it you know, kind of hard to get upset about that. I'm watching my daughter play with her fucking nanny cam, and it, as I'm answering this. Um, but, you know, making gestures, especially inappropriate ones, yeah, I'd probably, especially after all, everything you said, I'd probably be like, all right, dude, maybe we can try again next year if you want to act like an adult. But, but... Bill? Well, I mean, you already
3: told him, right? I told him, I told him no choking. So I already went to, I already went to the, um, the the guy in charge the, uh, of the program. Yeah, I
0: told him what happened.
3: And he said he's gonna deal with it. I have a problem with like that, I, I always go to the person, you know. But I'm gonna tell, hey, listen, man, we're all wrestlers here. No more winking, no more of this. And he's getting his ass kicked. But like on top of that, he's getting the crap. Every girl's throwing him out of the fucking out, out the window, you know. So it, <laughs> so maybe it's more like he's embarrassed about it, you know, that he's actually trying to Sure. You know. I mean, have you
0: talked do you have do you know his parents at all? No, no. No. Yeah. We had, well you we gotta tell to, them like, not to do that. Just say like, hey man, that makes people uncomfortable and just focus on the work and you know. I, ha- what I, else I do, had you to, do?
3: I had to have I had I had to ban parents from coming because we had one dad that was coming that was screaming <laughs> at his kid and the kid was net was crying every day. So I had to like post I had to close the door, which sucks because half the time That's we right. get kids, it's kids walking by the wrestling room going, Oh, what's going on in here? And then we and then I like fish him in, you know, so it's just uh uh, middle school wrestling pro- problems, what are you going to do? So the fights this week, um, we got some Bellator fights. We got some UFC fights. Uh, Tall Steve, who do we like in Bellator this week? Uh, AJ McKee or Spike
1: Carlisle? I like uh, Adam Borix. He's going to fucking kill the game this weekend. I mean, ah. sorry to sorry to jump over you there, but Adam Borix is going to – do sensational he's going to look sensational doing it you're going to just love adam borix um no i got AJ jimmy Key there um all respect to spark spike Carlisle, but um he's h mckee's just got it in him you know he's got he's got that little pizzazz now does borix train with you yeah <laughs> i knew it i knew it he's fighting what pit- gave me away
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's fighting pitbull borix is 18 and 1 uh, he is a monster, uh, <laughs> underrated kid. He's no one ever talks about him. About him. I don't, maybe mm-hmm. he's quiet. Maybe he's not on Twitter, Instagram. But yeah, eighteen. He's a. It's a very uh, quiet eighteen and one. But the guys he beat. He beat Mas Burdell. He beat Jeremy Kennedy. He beat Eric Sanchez. Beat Matt. Aaron Hall. Pico. Aaron Pico. He lost to Darian Caldwell, who uh, <laughs> also a monster. Is Caldwell training with you? With, uh, with you? know or no?
1: <laughs> she unplugged the nanny cam, guys. in today's in today's episode of what is the worst thing that ever happened so no it's all one of the
3: funniest (laughs) nanny Cam story one time one time during the podcast i was talking to Ponzanibio right after Mm -hmm. a huge win and i could barely understand him And and then eve edwards and somebody else and uh my kid was crying and I'm like, Hey Eve, can you go change the diaper? My kid. So Eve goes, cause I know he's a grandfather and an uncle and a dad. So Eve goes into the, the room and starts changing a diaper. And then my wife texts me who has our kid right now. Cause she doesn't even know that Eve's, is there. So I find the picture of Eve all bloody and I go, this guy. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, AJ McKee, I, I agree. He's, uh, he's, He's, I don't think he even lost his last fight. I think pe- the, the the judges got mad at him because he was talking all kinds of smack and and showboating and this and that. I think they were all conservative. I thought he beat Pitbull's last fight. Borax won. Yeah. Uh, I hope Jeremy Kennedy beats Aaron Pico. But man, Pico has seen... So he's a guy, Bill Dawes. This guy was the best wrestler in high school. He came out. He was like... They were calling him the next big thing. He felt like a complete moron his first couple fights. <laughs> Hands down, punch for punch. Got knocked Yay! out. First fight ever was at Madison Square Garden. Gets gets knocked out. Then goes like three and three. Finds the right team at Greg Jackson. Is now ten and three and is just murdering everybody. Uh using a combination of wrestling and striking. Uh basically just says you have to have an amateur career, basically, or or you know, fight smart. Um so you like you like Pico or Jeremy Kennedy.
1: You asking Bill? you You. Uh, Um, I, I got Pico there. I mean, I'm with you. He, he had a, that's the thing we say, I want to say he had a touch and go start, but he really did it. He had a good start. It's just that he fought really good guys really early. Um, I like, you know, I think, I think he's got the right, uh, the right people around him now and they're, they're pushing him in the right direction. So I don't, I don't know how much, I don't know how, how much, uh, I don't know how much of a shot I give this other guy except for, you know, the obvious.
3: Right. Uh UFC, UFC
1: big fights. Uh Randy Brown,
3: Trinaldo, Who wins?
1: Uh Trinaldo. Why? Okay. Um he's you yeah, know, I mean, Randy Brown's good, but Trinaldo's just Trinaldo, that old guy that's just a, a bad motherfucker.
3: <laughs> uh Jan Shonen versus Mackenzie Dern. Who wins this one?
1: Uh Mackenzie Dern. Uh,
3: all right. Uh another one. Uh we got uh, Jocko versus Brendan Allen.
1: Uh, Brendan Allen. Why? He's a, another teammate of mine.
3: Okay, how does he win?
1: <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> he's going to channel the energy of Tall Steve. And, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> anyway, the next fight.
0: <laughs> uh, Aaliyah, I think you have to make this like. A, I think Adam, you have to have like people if they could call the fight and and how they win, you got to give them like a cash bonus.
3: You gotta oh, bet yeah. on like oh
1: totally one hundred percent I know I have friends that do. There's like a like a running gym thing of guys who like they make bets with each other and then they go they watch fights and while they're watching fights they play poker so it's it's just gambling on gambling on gambling. Oh my god! I love it. Wow. I mean, it's not for me, but I love it. Alire
3: Latifi versus Olnik.
1: Um, fuck! I forgot about that. Onik. <laughs> he's like eighty years old. Yeah, but I mean that you look at his you look at him being eighty and like what he's able to do in these fights and it's like he just grabs onto dudes and chokes them to death. Uh UFC two eighty
3: Oliveira versus uh, Islam.
1: Um I love I love Oliveira but Islam. Wow Bill
0: I don't know I just I, I said this last time. I said la- I predicted last time I said if he if he gets someone's back it's over. And it's really hard to prevent someone for an entire fight not to get your back, and he's so good at it now; it's like unstoppable.
3: Yeah, but Islam's a—he's like Khabib, you know, adjacent. I yeah. get it. <laughs> uh, Aljamain Sterling, we- Sterling, TJ Dillashaw.
1: I like how you said Khabib adjacent. It's not quite—I don't know if I'd call him Khabib 2.0, but I would definitely say he's Khabib-esque.
3: Yes, uh, Aljamain versus TJ Dillashaw.
1: Um. Yeah, um, you have to go with uh Sterling there,
3: okay? Uh, and you, Bill,
0: yeah, same,
3: all right. Uh, I think I think you're right. I think TJ is a head case, um, and I think that Aljamain uh, is finally hitting his groove and having fun and showed a lot of character coming back the Peter Jan fight because I thought he got murked the first fight and came back and won. Uh, yeah, speaking that, with-
1: that's. That's yeah. how I'm making my call there too. Is like, okay, well, if you, you can get over Peter Yawn, I don't I don't know how much I believe in TJ Dillashaw after that. Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley.
0: Peter Yan. Peter Sorry. Jan.
1: Yeah, Peter Yan.
3: <laughs> you don't think O'Malley's just gonna like land some crazy kick and I mean what if if he knocks out Peter Yawn, he's the biggest star in MMA.
1: He's gotta do. And it's not that that's the thing, is like we're making I'm making these calls. You know, as if I'm totally sold on the fact, that Peter Young, Sean, he's one of the ones. Um, don't get me wrong. I really think Peter Young's one of the better middle. I think we're losing a lot. Uh, Bill, can you
3: hear
0: him? Uh, he 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 faded out for a bit. Yeah yeah. So what?
1: Hey, you you guys hear me now?
0: Yeah yeah. One of the better middleweights, Peter
1: Young. One of the better bantamweights that yeah. ever did it. Yeah yeah. Right it. Right, 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 right. But I think that uh, Sugar Sean's coming into his own, and I think Peter Yarn might have lost some steam a little bit.
3: Uh, And then finally, Sean Brady, who – this dude is a monster. And he actually entered a jiu-jitsu tournament and beat that guy from Australia that was killing everybody. Who's that guy that uh – was on? I was on that event, Craig Jones. I fought Mickey Rod there. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 What did you think of your match against Mickey Rod?
1: Um, I thought I was doing really good until I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I mean, you know, Nikki Rod. I mean, you saw the the ADCC over the weekend. Nikki Rod's the second best guy at that weight, and I mean, yeah, second best to Gordon Ryan's still probably pretty fucking good. You know, did you leave your kid in the house? I'm married, like, father, oh, okay. I'm just gonna drive oh. away.
0: Uh Sean I feel Brady. like the the urge, the the urge that we all face. I
1: feel like I'm I just I'm gonna give into
3: uh, it. Now don't drive up off off a, a, a cliff right now. By the by the way, how far are you from the hurricane? No, no,
1: oh, way far. I'm like three hours away. And um, the 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 absolute worst part of it was like way way up. We had yeah I mean we got some rain and some wind. but I mean we we didn't really get much of the 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 carnage.
3: So finally, Sean Brady, Bilal Muhammad.
1: That's a great fight. I don't know. I mean, Balal Muhammad's kind of like coming into his own as a as a grappler kind of thing, but I don't know how much I trust Bilal Muhammad as a grappler over Sean Brady. I mean, Brady so far is looking unbeatable. Yeah, Brady's a fucking animal. I'd really like to see Sean Brady like... I mean, Balal Muhammad, you can't get much higher of a step than that right now. <clears throat> but it, I can't believe we haven't seen like I can't believe they haven't pushed Brady like they pushed other guys who are you know comparable like that level of, of like prospect. Uh, Bill,
3: all right, you're muted. Great. Okay, so Sean uh,
0: John Brady, Sean John Brady.
3: <laughs> Why is that?
0: I just, I just, I just like the the strength.
3: Uh, yeah, he is beyond strong. All right. Well, what do you have coming up, Bill Dawes?
0: Uh boy, what do I have coming up? Uh, you know, Laugh Factory Friday. Um, trying to think if I have any headline gigs coming up. No, that's it, man. Although, if you, <laughs> I got some TV shows coming up.
3: Uh, Alaska
0: Daily coming up with Hillary Swank. Got some shows of that, but common names just at the Laugh Factory, some other clubs around town. That's it.
3: Nice. What are you doing with Hillary Swank?
0: I, well, of course, because of you know the world today, I play a uh, white nationalist, that's my wheelhouse. So, I kidnap her because she's a. a, a New York liberal. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Whatever gives a shit.
3: Got it. Got but, it. No, that's that's a big show. Alaska. Uh, it's it's huge. It's a huge show. We'll
0: see. It's not out yet, but we'll see.
3: I, I see billboards for it everywhere. Yeah. And then I saw you in uh, on that Showtime show.
0: What what show? City City on a Hill.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. The one. Yeah, City on a Hill.
0: Oh, well, I, the only thing I would say is, if, whatever that show. But like, if you want to see Mo on Netflix, you know, then that's a good show. Yeah, It's fellow comic. So.
3: Yeah, you're killing it, bro. You're the most guy. Not like you, bro. You work more than everybody, and you're beyond humble. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love it. And Tall Steve, uh, where can people follow you? All right. Well, uh, Tall (laughs) Steve. On uh, Instagram. Follow on Instagram. Uh, Uh, People can follow me. Can you hear me? Barely. 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 Barely.
0: But okay. I will
3: I will tell everyone because I love you, Steve. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world, man.
0: Uh, fighter, no, you're a good guy,
3: Steve. Dude, he's like he's the best. Uh, tall Steve fights people on Instagram. Me now.
1: Yes, Tall Steve fights people on Instagram. Tall Steve MMA on Twitter. Uh, give me on MySpace. I'm probably on there somewhere. Um, Bill Dodd I wanted to say you told this fucking. There's this joke of yours on Instagram the other day. It was like. Don't you hate when you're talking to a girl and she's being a real cunt. I'm just kidding. And then you like I can't remember everything you said word for word. But it was fucking hilarious. You just kept going and going and going. I said it to like everybody I knew.
0: Ha! Huh. <laughs> I don't the joke. But I will tell you this none of my reels are monetized on Instagram now because I violated their oh, property. Me too. Me
3: too. A hundred percent. And then of course I got to like nine billion when as soon as they unmonetize me, I'm at nine billion. Like literally <laughs> like
0: the, the,
3: the thing can't even go up. Um, okay, so uh I will be at the Skank Fest in Los Angeles in Las Vegas, October fourteenth to the sixteenth. Uh the Reno uh, Laugh Factory, October twentieth to the twenty third. Uh so anyway, thank you guys so much. Tall Stevie the best. Uh thank you, Grant Neal. Thank you, Bill.
1: Thank you. Okay, thank you.